What's up and how are you? This is Sean Nevels, your project director and host for the Shape America podcast. And we are joined by the newly crowned 2021 elementary teacher of the year, Kyle Bragg. And we'll have Kyle on to talk about his journey in the field, what pandemic PE looks like for him, and also some strategies around advocacy and classroom implementation of SEL practices. So thank you for joining the Shape America podcast starting now. What's up and how are you? Sean Neville's project director and your host for the Shape America podcast. And I will hold my long introduction today because we are joined by a monster in the field and somebody who just recently uh, was crowned elementary PE teacher of the year by Shape America. Ladies and gentlemen and fellow humans, this person needs no introduction. I bring to you from the West Coast, Kyle Bragg. Kyle, how are you, sir? Wonderful intro. Thank you, Sean, for having me. I'm doing very well. Um, you know, it's been about a month now, so I'm kind of, well, I'm still basically on cloud nine, to be honest with you. Um, it just meant a lot to me, that award. And obviously, you can tell from the, the speech that, I mean, I don't even know what I was saying, but I knew I was emotional and just happy for my kids and happy for any opportunity I have to advocate for the importance of quality physical education. So I, I'm really excited about moving forward this year and having more opportunities to do so. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that uh, speech here in a, in a minute because I did just kind of review it before we got on. But first, before we get to that, just tell us about your journey uh, through your professional and personal career up until up until this point. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I graduated from Illinois State and um, didn't have any job um, opportunities right away. So I had to basically I applied to maybe 80 to 100 schools. Didn't even hear back, didn't get an interview. So I was pretty upset about that. But instead of sitting on my butt doing nothing, I decided to um, literally drive around going door to door to random schools in Bloomington until um, and giving them my resume and, and just introduce myself and saying, I would love to do anything I can to help kids and get started. Then about a week later, somebody called me and, and uh, offered me a position. They said they didn't even have a PE program, but they were so impressed with my dedication and willingness to, to get started right away and help kids. So they wanted me to create a PE program. So that was a really cool opportunity that, um, you know, and that's kind of what I teach my students, right? When things don't go your way, we call it fake it till you make it, or, you know, understand that there's challenges, but we need to keep working, keep pushing forward. Um, you know, fast forward a couple of years where uh, I get a full-time position, but then get cut uh, due to budget cuts and um, just low man on the totem pole type thing. And then I moved down to Arizona, try something new. And then a couple years later, it was cut again. So uh, a bunch of challenges, but I think that's kind of shaped my philosophy a little bit as far as teaching kids uh, how to overcome problems and how to, um, you know, that grit and that growth mindset, I think it's super important. And then um, the last five years, I've been at an amazing school that supports me and allows me to do it uh, my way and really trust me to um, make the biggest impact I can. And, and they support me like crazy. They're able to send me to conferences like Shape America and and uh, that's where I can collaborate with all these awesome people. And I think that's a huge reason why I was able to, to get that award. So you from, uh, graduated from Illinois State. And before Kyle and I was talking, I'm, I'm a graduate of Missouri State. And we are football and some sports conference rivals. Are you from, are you from the state of Illinois? Yeah, I'm actually from Bloomington Normal. So right where Illinois State is. So that was kind of my dream school. My mom actually taught there. And I wanted to play golf there my whole um, 
know, upbringing. I always wanted to play golf there. And that was another challenge. The coach didn't want me. And then I had to uh, call him every other day or so and annoyed him until he finally gave me a spot for no, no scholarship money. He just let me play. And then fast forward a little bit, a couple of years, I was actually all conference and, and all those things. And I earned a scholarship scholarship. So that's just one more thing about pushing forward and, and never let people tell you you can't do something. You know, and, and to your, let me, you're a Cubs fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a big smile on his face there. I'm from, I'm from St. Louis. So we can only go into those conversations off air. So <laughs> go Cardinals. Um, You know, let's back to your story though. And you even, you even mentioned it a few times in your, in your speech after you were awarded a teacher of the year is that you've been cut and you know, that's almost like a, that's a Michael Jordan story, man. You know, that's, that's pretty impactful really. And not only once, but twice. So you were cut from, you know, as a sophomore and then as a, as a junior again. So you had to come back your senior year and, you know, and, and ball out, but go a little bit more into that because you mentioned it in your speech, you know, how did that really, that's like, yeah, getting cut, you know, furloughed, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. How did that feel? Cause I know there's probably teachers listening to this that at one point especially early on in this pandemic thought they wouldn't have a PE program anymore mm -hmm. yeah and we talked about in the the Twitter chat the career why uh shape America hashtag career why we were talking about um physical education is by the nature of its content the only subject area that has the ability to affect a person um every day for the rest of his or her life so I knew the importance of the field I was getting into I knew I wasn't willing to to give up despite those setbacks and I just pushed forward pushed forward and then I knew eventually I'd find a position that, that values me and I would be able to make a big impact in my school. But as far as, you know, even beyond doing presentations and things. So um, I'm just really excited that I found a place. And, and that just goes to show that, you know, things happen for a reason. And you just kind of have to have that growth mindset and positive outlook. And I share this, these stories with my students so, so they don't just see the award-winning teacher. They, they see that it takes hard work. And regardless of what they're working towards, whether it's soccer, gymnastics, spelling bee, whatever, you got to put in the time and work and good things can happen, especially to good people. And another part that you talked about with being cut is that, you know, that I guess that helped you become a stronger advocate. So, you know, for especially for our educators that are listening, kind of, you know, go into that aspect of it too. how how being cut not once but twice made you a stronger advocate and even it's so much how they can advocate for themselves and their programs. Yeah, absolutely. And so when the advocacy chair position came up in our state association of Arizona, I was all about it because I thought it fit me perfectly for someone that's gone through it. And, uh, you know, being able to go with Michelle Carter last year to um, go to speak out day and advocate with her and, and show I actually recorded it. So I told my students I was going to go to that. And they were like, they were shocked. They didn't think people didn't value PE because they value it. But, you know, I, I told them, you know, some people don't think it's that important. And they're like, well, what do you mean? We always talk about the why we have PE. It helps our, helps our body, helps our mental state of mind. It helps, you know, ac boost academic learning, all these things. So they didn't quite understand it. I told them that not everyone thinks he's as important as we do. So we have to advocate. So they were like, we want to help too. And then we create a video of our, our students, you know, showing all the important things, the, the compassion they learn in physical education, the, the gratitude, you know, we talk about delivering food to the food drive, those kind of things that people might not understand that we do physical education those it's a perfect opportunity to, to integrate all those things um, whether it's you know how to get along with people how to problem solve talk about if your sibling's annoying you what can you do 
So that's real world, real world application about taking a mindful minute or, or deep breaths and walking away. So I think that's also shaped my philosophy as far as how I um, deliver content in physical education, making sure that everyone feels comfortable and we're all in this together and you know, challenges are going to happen, but we'll help each other and we'll push forward together. All right. Nice, nice, nice and well said there. So, you know, let's go to the video, which now has about 470 views of you being named elementary PE teacher of the year. And for those who didn't watch it, there was, and I, I counted it, there was a 21 second gap from the time that they said your next elementary PE teacher of the year is, and then your name being called a 21 second gap. That is a long time to be sitting there on your screen, heart pumping, heart pounding, everything. And then they finally call your name. And then past that, we see your emotion and hear your words. But honestly, tell us, just tell us about that moment. Was it just yeah, like, it was, like a, go ahead. What a, what a special moment. I mean, I, after I did, I had no idea what I said until I actually went back and rewatched it. I was just speaking from the heart and, you know, with, a lot of those, you know, four out of the five or, or all the other uh, candidates I was with, I, I know them all. They're all great teachers. And um, I knew that I was proud of the quality that we put forward. So I was going to be proud of whatever happened, you know, regardless if it was me or Tanner or whatever. But um, to hear my name called, it was, it was just a special feeling. And um, I was just so proud to go tell my students the next day. And um, it, it was funny because our, our principal actually surprised me. She set the whole school up, teachers and students. And surprised me with a kind of like a walkout so I was walking throughout the whole school and everybody was chanting Mr. Bragg and they had posters and stuff so it's just a special feeling but that goes to show that when you're with that right admin and that supports you they'll go that extra mile for you um, especially when you actually that extra mile for, for the school so I was shocked but at the same time so excited so um, uh, kind of relieved to be done to be honest with you that it was kind of an anxious waiting waiting time for about a month and a half but uh, just really proud of what we're doing here at our school and and hopefully we can kind of keep that keep advocating for quality physical education through various platforms and that i think that gives me an opportunity to do that and you know it just it speaks to your resilience and that's a word i like to use especially even when i'm coaching youth football it's kind of our team word it's resilience it's always bouncing back because life is going to throw you these these curveballs and you know even in your own story the michael jordan story you've been cut not once but twice and i want to give you Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'm saying that because of the cuts. All right. So we'll just all say right, because right. of the cuts, right. And, and two, you're from Illinois. So I'm just saying. There you go. I am a Jordan fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Who's not? If, even yes. if you weren't before you saw the documentary, you gotta be a Jordan <laughs> fan, but you know, you took those L's in life and then you come out on top. And, you know, once again, think about Michael Jordan cut from the team. Then all of a sudden he's a championship. He went to championship in college and then in the pros. So, you know, that really speaks to just speaks to your resilience but you know too you say you don't remember what you said I kind of wrote down some notes you shouted out big names in, in the field Artie Kamaya Kim Ballard Brett Fuller and then you even went on with a quote from uh, Pursuit of Happiness so, so it was it was really good to watch you just kind of go through that and everything so you know let's talk about how the past year teaching wise has been and I'll hit real quick on a blog post that you shared in November of 2019 and you talked about you know integrating SEL in the classroom and you even used the the PE SEL crosswalk mm -hmm. with that well that was November 2019 and we know what's happened the past year tell us how you know you've 
I, I hate to kind of use the word pivot because I'm all that's almost overused. But tell us how you know you've adapted your teaching for the moment that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, we want to empower students to um, stay active beyond physical education. So how can we do that in this tough time? So we're trying to connect them to local communities, local, uh, you know, like we have a, a hiking trail next next to our school. So we'll talk about how we can still stay active um, even when we are not in person. Um, so beyond the online virtual learning, they can still be active. And, uh, and I tell them this is a, a, a tough time and we're gonna get through this together. And, and we always say like, instead of waiting for things to go back to normal, I tell people to like recognize all these things that we can uh, give students to, to connect them right now to stay active and stay, stay healthy. So uh, instead of waiting for things to happen, we gotta make something happen right now Regardless, regardless of the situation they're in. Um, so just making the, be the best of our, our tough situation. And um, obviously we, we only had a couple months in, in online learning and then we've been blessed to be in person ever since. So that's, we actually bring that up a lot in class. Like uh, we're, we're wearing our masks, but we're showing gratitude by, well, there's a lot of people around the country that don't have the opportunity to be in person. So let's keep wearing our masks, let's stay safe. And they understand that after we, we discuss the, um, uh, the challenges for other other people across the country not being able to be in person. So I think it's a great way to teach gratitude too. We're, we're lucky to be here. Even the game we played today, there's a lot of people that probably wish they could play, but they're online learning. So just making the most of every situation and connecting them with the, the local community, whether it's martial arts or, or swimming and, and just helping them find a place that they can, um, you know, stay active beyond physical education. That's actually one I'm trying to get back into is martial arts. I'm an orange belt, so that's pretty, I guess, low on the totem pole to the black belt, but I'm I'm excited to try to get back into that game eventually. Um so uh so you were talking about you were talking about um you know what you the game you posted today, which was Venom Tag. So if you're if you're checking out Kyle on Twitter, uh he put up Venom Tag here at the end of May. So what other kind of work are you doing to kind of, because I mean, you kind of been on that game, like a lot of teachers just showcasing what you're doing in the classroom. What other things like that do you have going on and maybe any other resources or whatever you've got going on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you mentioned the um, Shape America crosswalk. I, I use that quite often. And of course, Health Moves Minds to teach that kindness because in my class, we always praise things. We always highlight things that everyone is capable of doing, right? So Everyone is capable of being nice, making eye contact, helping somebody up, um, giving elbow bumps, rather than uh, focusing on the results of how far you kicked a ball, which not everyone has that experience level. Anyone can be nice, anyone can be uh, empathetic. So praising those, and that kind of establishes that culture of, um, you know, people are gonna feel excited to come to PE, even the non-athletes, right? Because they know we're highlighting, we're stressing, we're really focusing on things that everyone's capable of, of doing. So that kind of levels the playing field, I think, to um, make sure people not just don't just feel physically safe, but emotionally safe coming to PE. And I think that's why they're so excited, regardless of who they are. Um, we like to connect it to the bigger picture, right? So that Venom tag, we talked about how you know we we need essential workers, we need doctors, we need nurses to help uh, help us out when we are struggling. Like if you get bit by a snake in that game, for example. Um, so things like thankful tag, right? Easy idea. When you get tagged, you go tell me what you're thankful for, and just that showing that gratitude makes everything run so much smoother. They're not going to be upset getting tagged anymore. They're not doing a million jumping jacks. They're going to me expressing how grateful they are to have the food in their home. Um, 
to to have the family that loves them and cares for them that we know not everyone has that everyone deserves it but not everyone has that um things like special delivery tag where sean if you tag five people now you at the end of the round get to deliver five uh, food items to the food drive so they get to run and there's a there's beanbag food items and they run and that smile that they get because they help somebody uh, out and it's just a win-win right they feel better obviously the people with food feel better so just trying to relate every whether it's a tag game or any lesson to something greater beyond the physical education just the exercise realm but in a you know real world application um, so to make things more meaningful I would say. That's pretty impactful. I mean, you said it. You're not just talking about social emotional learning in May is Mental Health Awareness Month for those that um, need to know. But yeah, applying it to life and that everybody is valued. You know, you talked about essential workers. Those are those are everybody just like teachers. I claim, you know, we're essential workers. Everybody matters. And then this aspect of service, you know, donating, donating food in a game that's physical education. That's that's pretty impactful. You know, you want to build better citizens in life. So that's some pretty amazing stuff. So you started the conversation talking about, you know, looking forward to the next year, you know, kind of take me through that, take our audience through that crystal ball. And what is the next year look like for Kyle Bragg? Well, I'm excited because um, we have those virtual lessons right now, now from this past year. So now it's, it's cool because now I can use those lessons for somebody that might not be able to come to physical education, whether it's because of a doctor's appointment or their parents took them out of town to visit their, their family members, whatever. Now they can access that, that lesson. They might not be with us in person, but we already have these lessons created. So instead of tossing them, them to the side, it actually creates an equitable opportunity for all students to be um, able to participate in that lesson rather than just missing it completely, right? So I'm using the lessons that we created this year for virtual learning, I can use those in the future. But um, I think just beyond that, I think just making sure that, you know, this is a tough time for everyone, showing gratitude for being in person. This is just another way to highlight those character traits that are super, super important. Perseverance, you know, problem solving, um, understanding that we're in this together. Um, and then once you get all those things established, the culture established, everything else kind of comes a little, little bit easier. Uh, because people are so much more willing to help each other out, right? So, if, Sean, if you're really experienced in basketball dribbling, when we get to basketball, I expect you to help. And then when we get to, you know, tennis or whatever we're doing, then I expect those people that are the wow or the most experienced to help out. So I think it's actually win-win, meaning that um, we're creating leadership op leadership opportunities, but we're also making um, other people, we're lifting people up rather than the competition of um, pulling people down. So I think this pandemic kind of gives us an opportunity to highlight those things and, and making sure we make the most out of every situation. That's pretty strong. That's a call to action right there. I mean, what you're talking about, we hope all of our leaders in this profession are doing are finding ways to lift others up. And I want to, I want to say this real quick, because when I took on this role with shape back in August of 2020 and pretty early on, I contacted you because I saw a lot of the great stuff you were doing. And at the time, you know, you just said, Hey, Sean, I'm busy and got things going on. And trust me, I truly like a lot of educators, I truly understood. And, you know, that's just speaking to, Hey, you know, this is, this is a situation and allowing grace, but I am, I'm absolutely for, I'm, I'm, thankful for you and I'm fortunate to have this opportunity because basically this is almost full circle for me you know hey Kyle was just some guy I saw on Twitter doing a lot of great things and all of a sudden he's the elementary teacher of the year and we're having this conversation so Kyle before I let you go any last words and how can the audience who already who may not already be following you follow you 
Yeah, absolutely. And once again, thanks for having me on. I, I love listening to your show. You know, LaDonna, shout out to LaDonna, Darian Cockerell, um, Terry Drain, Stephanie Morris, a bunch of good people that if you haven't checked those out, go back and check them out. But um, I would say last words, I would say, obviously, relationships matter, getting to know your students, going the extra mile, um, figuring out what they love, integrate that into your classroom, um, making sure everything is meaningful and relevant. So if you're doing yoga and the kids don't like yoga, yoga but they love football, We'll show a, a Larry Fitzgerald from uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They love him and that, a video of him showing um, why uh, yoga is important and how it's helped him. So, you know, figuring out what they love and trying to make that into your lesson and it'll just make it more, so much more um, engaging for them. Um, and you can, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, E-L-E-M-P-E-1, E-L-E-M-P-E-1. And I just uh, really appreciate the time and and I would love to collaborate and talk, talk with anybody about uh, quality health and physical education, my, my passion. So thanks again for having me on. You heard it from the man himself. Follow him on Twitter and reach out to him, DM all that good stuff. He's here to help just like I am. And, you know, he's using his platform to uplift just like uh, this podcast is as well. So with that said, thank you, Kyle Bragg, the resilience, Michael Jordan of health and physical education, twice cut. <laughs> Appreciate you. Hey, for sure. Thanks for having on to our audience. Thanks for listening. You all take care. Thank you. Thanks again to Kyle Bragg, the Michael Jordan of PE for joining the Shape America podcast and just really outlining his story and being cut a couple times and then also his his pandemic PE and what that looks like, but even more so importantly, his advocacy work and also the strategies and implementation he does when it comes to SEL in the classroom. So absolutely amazing conversation. Once again, make sure you follow Kyle on Twitter at E-L-E-M-P-E and the number one. Once again, that is at E-L-E-M-P-E. E-M-P-E and the number one. As always, I'm your host, Sean Nevels with Joey Martelli in the back. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the Shape America podcast. Thanks for listening and take care. This podcast was made possible through the national collaboration to promote health, wellness, and academic success of school-aged children, a 1601 cooperative agreement with the Dissenters for Disease Control and Prevention.